Welcome to Fold in the Cheese, the recipe for fantasy football success. We are your hosts, two average dudes, watched a lot of football, played a lot of fantasy football, and our wives told us to get real jobs. And uh, we said pass. We'd much rather talk about football instead, so here we are. Uh, this is a podcast for those who are just starting in the fantasy football. We want to bring some knowledge to help you get started. We'll be here along with you on the whole journey throughout the season, checking in, checking in with players and seeing who we should sit, who we should start, all that fun stuff. And for those who are a little more advanced, don't worry, we got some stuff for you too. Yeah, so if you're a casual fantasy player and you're tired of not winning, we're going to change that for you. If you never played before and you feel like, hey, I think I'd like to play this and I think I'd like to win my first time through, we're here for you too. Let's make this happen. Get some W's. Let's get it. Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy Kemp on the mic this morning. Excited to be here this Thursday heading into Conference Championship Week. And I am joined today by the Coach Klein to my Bobby Boucher. Bobby! Water sucks. Gatorade is better. Right. Ethan Gelfan, E, what's happening? Water sucks, man. It really, really sucks. That's all I have to say. Water sucks. <laughs> yeah, we used to. Um, there was a there was a small town near my small town. It was like a suburb of my small town that had some so kind of like, like water. Team. It's very like like they. It's like a feeder school. that like came into my high school, and my my hometown had seven thousand people. Okay, so like oh our high school, our high school was. It was the county seat, and it was um, the high school of the only high school in the entire county. And um, so the other small parishes, or whatever you'd call them, townships, they would feed into our high school. So anyway, there were two main little cities that kind of uh, towns that ran into ours. One of them had a water. It was called Sorrento, Illinois. One of them had like a water (laughs) issue at one point, where like I don't know if like their water got contaminated or they. Ran out of water. I forget exactly what happened, but <laughs> out of water. It was, you know what, guys? We just don't have what we're out. There's we just no water. Any, I don't. I don't remember what happened, but it. <laughs> it was poison. Something happened. But anyway, like, um, it, of course, this movie Waterboy came out in 1998, and right around the time this happened, and so I remember that scene was like, "The water sucks. It really, really sucks." And we used yeah. to say, "Sorrento water sucks," <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> the, I don't know. That was kind of the joke. Got him. Boom. <laughs> You just you crush Sorrento. I, I, I just see a teeny tiny town. Oh, you like the alliteration there? Eh? But uh, nice. a tiny town and yours is a small town. So just tiny leading into small. Does that like, make you guys feel so big? It's like, yeah, you come over to us. Oh, we were the city kids. Big. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I wish you could see it like someday. I wish you could see where I grew up. I know you've. So- yeah, you've been to you've been to say like my parents don't live there anymore. So like I don't have a reason to go there as often anymore. You know, I haven't been back in probably a decade. But it's hilarious. And it, it was like a great little town, you know, it was it was really nice and safe and pretty quiet and all that and whatever. But I mean it's just nothing to do. And do you still okay, but do you still have people like you went to high school with or growing up with that are still there? Like you got the the hometown that okay. they're almost all still there. People don't leave you were the that one part of the country. Who got out. Yeah, I was. I was the only one that. I was one of maybe three that left the state to go to college. Wow. Uh, and of my class of like, you know, I think we we graduated somewhere in the eighty to hundred range of kids. And like in your class, probably that was it? eighty to hundred in my class. Yeah, in my class. Wow. We probably had. Um, I'd say probably half of those went to college, and maybe maybe a quarter went to like a university, you know, like a, a lot like Eastern Illinois university or Western yeah. Illinois or Southern Illinois. 
Um, and and then there was like a, a lot of them went to like two year schools Northern and stuff. Illinois. What about yep. Northern? I had a real good friend with, that direction. Yep. Had a real good friend who was a husky. Was she was chilly? Have you been actually. to DeKalb? DeKalb is I have not. Woof. I have not been to DeKalb. Yeah. Woof. DeKalb would be much him. bigger, but similar to where I grew up, <laughs> if you can imagine. I have been to DeKalb because when I worked at Central, we played Northern all the time. Yeah. So we would travel. Yeah, yeah. Although I will say, at the time, the one thing DeKalb had that Mount Pleasant, Michigan did not was a Chipotle. And so every post-game meal, I was like, oh, we're going to play Northern? Getting Chipotle. Yeah. Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Such Chipotle. a great post-game meal. That's exactly what you want after playing for two hours. Like, oh, yeah. Let me just get a burrito. Let <laughs> me <laughs> get a couple burritos for the road. That's awesome. But no, yeah, I had a good friend. Of- one of my best friends in high school was a cheerleader up at Northern. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um, they were probably there. No, it would have been. We probably would have missed each other. Probably by like a year or two. But uh, just real quick, about, a little diatribe about Chipotle and Qdoba. So when we were at Wake, I didn't know Chipotle at all. That was when it was just like coming out, right? It was just getting mm-hmm. big when we were in school. But Qdoba was already there. It was already established. I knew Qdoba. I had it. Delicious. So um, I really didn't have that much experience with Chipotle. And so at Qdoba, I'm not a big spice guy. Okay, I'm not. I don't want to get too spicy. It's just my delicate little uh, taste buds can't handle it. <laughs> and I don't like to sweat what I'm eating. Like, oh, yeah, I love it when my mouth is in pain. This is great feeling. No, who likes to sweat and or be pain when eating? So anyway, I digress. So Qdoba, I know all about it. I know what sauces I like. You know, I like a little tinge of spice, but just a teeny bit. So I know what sauces to get, what dips, you know, cheeses, whatever it may be. So to Chipotle, don't have that much experience with it. But again, we're in DeKalb, like, oh my gosh, Chipotle, this is the best thing ever. We have to get it. So uh, I get what I normally get at Qdoba, order it the same way. Okay, like same burrito, same kind of like, give me the whatever salsa, the red one or okay, yep, not pico. We're not just talking about cut up tomatoes and onions here. We're talking about salsa. So um, make that order. But again, we drive everywhere when we were in central Michigan. Okay, so we're on the bus. You pack all the drinks for the, you know, 48 hours you're on the road beforehand. So we just had these giant coolers on the bus. So you're just guessing how much people are going to drink. I always like to plan ahead and just have like a crap ton. But sometimes it's not in the cards. So on this particular trip, we actually ran out of drinks on the ride home. So I was making sure Uh-oh. all the players and the coaching staff were getting them. So I did not get one. <laughs> so we'll get our burritos on the bus. And it's a, a four and a half to five hour drive home. And um, so I wait like 20 minutes, make sure everyone's settled. Everyone got their food, got their drinks. We're on the road. We're going. So finally, like, all right, my time to sit and enjoy this Chipotle. I take, I get like halfway through it. And then all of a sudden I just get punched in the mouth. I must not have hit like the pocket of saucy yet. <laughs> so I just yes. get punched in the mouth, in the face. I'm like, holy mother of God, this is way too hot. <laughs> Cause again, I just didn't know it enough. So I just got exactly what I get at Qdoba, but it is so much spicier than it was at Qdoba. And I was like, I have no drink. Oh God, I have no chips. What do I? It was the worst ride home. I'm literally sweating. Like, and it's not like you want to go on the crapper on a charter bus for four hours. I'm like, oh my god, this is literally the worst thing that it could have ever happened. Yeah, I, I don't know what you do in that, other than like borrow water, which nowadays is like a total taboo. Nowadays is frowned upon. It's pretty much COVID, but yeah, back then I'd have been like, I don't care. Someone get pour this on my face. I don't care. I need <laughs> it badly. Poor. You didn't play any minutes. I got as many as rebounds. You give me your water. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it was pretty bad. Yikes. So Chipotle, in, in the hierarchy of 
Mexican food restaurants. I think Chipotle yes. is a quick service. I think Chipotle is number one. And Qdoba, I think, is two. I always liked Qdoba. Uh, Moe's. There are people who are no. huge Moe's fans. Moe's is hot garbage. Mo's. Okay, Get out of here with Hot Mo's. garbage. I like yeah, that they, they yell, welcome to Moe's. I like you? that they have free chips. That is Other the only that, thing they got going for them. Nah. Nah, their food Other is terrible. Other than that, it's, so. it's tasteless. Like, you get... Like the chicken burrito or whatever the chicken, it has no taste. It's just so bland. Well, it's like there's no color either. So it's all this real drab color. And what I like about Qdoba is the greens pop. You know, the peppers are fresh. You can see this. the colors of the peppers are still there. The the Moe's stuff is all like, it's like a stew. It's like it's been sitting in the same oh, pot God. together. The peppers and the chicken shredded together. Just like it's all kind of this like dull brown color. I don't know. I'm not into that at all. Do you like El Pollo Loco? So I've never had El Pollo Loco. I've seen it. Los, I've never never tried it. Never needed to. What about else? Uh, are Los Pollos Hermanos? Now you're just flexing. I don't know what the hell that means. Because that is from Breaking Bad. Have you not seen Breaking Bad? I can't remember. Are you a Breaking oh, Bad guy? I gave up on Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, actually, it had to do with color, believe it or not. So here's another side story. Okay, well, that could uh, apparently go down the, a weird alley. It has to do with color. Where are we going here, Camp? This is a family show. <laughs> first off, um, <laughs> apparently the colors in that show are are very purposeful and yep. thematic and emblematic of different things, right? So certain sure. characters, I've heard like Jesse always had like red and dark darkness around him or whatever, right? And Walter was always like this kind of beigey color, supposed to turns. like lure you into like this this boring dull life he had yep well ironically before i found that out i watched the show and i was like i hate i hate the cinematics of this i it feels like a bologna sandwich to me i just don't like how drab the coloring is i don't like it it is also albuquerque new mexico i mean have you been to albuquerque new mexico there's literally like dust balls flying around it's in the middle it's a flat land absolutely nothing around like i don't know i for whatever reason that bothered me Way more than it should have, <laughs> it and I literally gave colors. up on it. I got, I gave up on wow. it because of that. Like well, then I found first out first season. You're talking first, like first season. season the, you were done. before the end of the first season. Yeah, it was like wow. three three quarters away for the first season. It was slow anyway, and then I didn't like the colors and all that. I was just like this. This one makes me want to go to sleep. Well, I found out a few years later from my cousin. It's like, oh yeah, that's very intentional. And I was like, oh really? So that's kind of interesting. But no, I'm not going to appreciate it. But, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not doing it. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you never so, you never got to those Polios Hermanos. That's okay. One yeah, of the best the uh, villains in in TV history was Gus Fring. You got to go back, man. It's a great show. People, great show. yeah, people absolutely slaughtered me when I told them that I gave up on that show. They're just like greatest show literally ever, and I'm just like, mm, I again, disagree. You know my wife. You know she does not like too many intense things. She likes things to be cheery and the rom com stuff like that. She liked Breaking Bad, man. So. I mean, if that, yeah, if that no, is a testament to it. I've heard from literally every other human I've ever talked to about this show. It's like, <laughs> it's amazing. Sorry, okay. I'm out. I'm out. It's okay. Can't get past the, it's, get it, it feels like I'm eating a bologna sandwich, and I don't want to do that. Or a Moe's burrito. It feels like it feels like I'm at Moe's, and I don't like Moe's. <laughs> just consistently. Every time I watch it, I'm like, Ugh, Every time I watch yelling. it, I feel like I'm going to Moe's. I'm just like, <laughs> It's disappointing. All right, uh, speaking of Moe's and disappointment, your DFS team last week was disappointing. It's, yeah, say, it was. Maybe not in the grand scheme of things, but you lost. I won. Yes, I lost. So I lost. That was disappointing. But you and I were literally just talking about it. I was like, where? 
so you won by 19, which is a pretty decent amount. But at the same point, I was like, where? Oh, right. You had Josh Allen. That is what yeah. did it. That's it's a pretty big difference. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I lose, so I ended up with 100. Lose by that, that's fine. I'll lose to Josh Allen like that. That's fair. Right. I agree. So so it was um, 149 to 130. 149 changed, 130 and change. Josh Allen and AJ Brown were the difference makers for me. So that was that mm-hmm. was big. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull my, it up, but my differences were your defense got you negative two. Mine got me eight. So I'll take that. So that's a 10 point difference right there. I was happy with that. And then my tight end got me, I think 13 yours got you zero. So I was like, okay, feeling good. And then, um, yeah, Josh Allen. That's all right. Let me tell you, let me tell you about another thing that happened to me. So I joined, I jumped in another, um, DraftKings, a paid league. It was a $3 entry and it was like a, 20 entry max Sunday only games. So you're only playing oh, the Rams wow. bucks just and the games. bills chiefs. All right. My lineup scored 220 points. I oh shit you God. not. And so who do you, you go with Patty or Josh? I'll tell you who my lineup was, but I, I still finished 3000 in this, in this whole league thing. And I won $8 and 44 cents. There you go. 220 points. I had Josh <laughs> Allen, Devin Singletary, Leonard Fournette got me 31. Mike Evans got me 29. Odell Beckham Jeez. got me 13. I played Gabe Davis, who got me 55 oh points. Oh, my. You had Gabe in there. I played Dawson Knox, who only got me 2.9. I played Tyreek Hill, who got me 35. And then the Bills defense got me negative two. So oh I had a negative God. two and a 2.9, and I scored 220 points, and I still only won $8. And finished three thousandth in that pool. Well, I was just yeah, like, a, my team is absolutely blowing up, and I was like, yeah. I guess so is everybody else. You're like, I'm going to be a millionaire. This is amazing. But I'm going to make like, twenty G's. That's that's the only thing I don't like about that. It's like the twenty entry maximum. It's like, so yeah, so you're just tinkering. You're you're subbing in one player. So you know, everyone had Gabe Davis in one lineup. Everyone had Josh yes. Allen in one lineup. They probably had the Rams defense. Hill, one, so it's just like, Fournette. yeah, yeah. That's exactly that's what it was. Someone thing. someone had that same lineup but they didn't have the Bills defense or Dawson Knox. And instead right. they had Cameron Brait or someone who got a touchdown maybe, or, or that, that Blanton guy for LA who got a touchdown and then a different defense, you know, like I, that's exactly what happened, but it sucks. But uh, 220 points. I was like, good God. <laughs> hey, two twenty. I won $8. I did want money. You won money. money. That's true. Is. So just take the win, man. Speaking of wins. I'm going to win money this your, week too. I was going to say, speaking of wins, what about your player props from last week? So my player props played out pretty well. I might be, I think I'm better at this than picking games. That's for damn sure. Uh, I went four, four and two in the player props. So here's, here's what did and did not hit. Tannehill under 237 and a half hit. This was interesting because I had a separate bet that I made on my own. That was like every quarterback throws for over 200 yards. That got blown up when Garoppolo threw for like 45 yards or whatever he threw for. But um, I wanted Tannehill to hit 200. And then I remembered that I had placed this bet for under 237. I was like, Oh shoot. I'm kind of like, kneecapping myself a little bit well he turned out to get like 220 yeah he got like 220 he's like perfect although i will say and i was thinking like how could i have still gotten this in one had he completed that pass to westbrook akina at the end it probably would have been about a it was about a 15 20 yard pass if they'd gotten into field goal range from him passing the ball then i would have i would have very gladly lost this uh this bet to have gotten that (laughs) to get the win Whatever. Uh, Devonta Adams did not score a touchdown. That was surprising, but AJ Dillon did. Those were two different bets that I made. Gronk did not score a touchdown, uh, but Travis Kelsey did. 
And then Mike oh. Evans did go over 69 and a half yards. So I had four out of six correct picks there. That's pretty good, man. That's good. You're making money. You, you know, you're making money if you do that. I'm surprised you didn't take any with receptions because you are pl- uh, propping the receptions. You're that king right there. I do. I do like doing that. And um, I think I ended up doing it. But the problem, like I said last week, is like they don't they don't give you all the players this early in the week. So we're recording on Thursday. Oh, the yeah. game's Sunday. I won't know until some of these, some of the props won't come out until Friday or Saturday. So I do like the reception over unders. Um, I've got a couple this week. Um, I've got, I've got one this week that I'm doing for reception specifically, but okay. we'll get to that there later. Nice man. Pigskin uh, playoff so pick them. I was going to say, we tied up last week. Them. Yep. Yes. 10 a piece. We got 10 and 10 and five last week. So you're still ahead by one point from your first, your first week win. I was, uh, I was surprised. Well, I was surprised we actually both went 10 and five. I thought you kind of crushed me that week. Cause I just remember getting a little cutesy, like again, with the Kelsey thing, I was feeling so good about the Kelsey, not getting a touchdown. And then of course he just screws me in overtime. I was feeling so good. I was like, my, my reasoning was sound. Uh, so I was a little bummed with that, but, and then the other one that again, I got cute with was, um, what was it? Oh, the, uh, receptions again that shouldn't gone against you with the receptions thing with 10 and a half receptions by odell beckham and gronkowski but they got 10 and i was like oh, i told you I, I told I you like, specifically uh-huh. they will get nine or ten they will have six yep. and four and that's exactly what they got six and four and they got six and four so i was pissed so those were kind of the, the two that i was that's where i got cute and uh that it bit me in the ass so those are the only two i was mad at but i was happy with my well, i mean again in unfortunately for you i was happy with my Bengals pick uh, yeah, that was a good Joe pick. Burrow throwing the most passing yards, so I was I was happy with those. Yeah, I thought I was doing fine. I mean, the Bengals stuff. I mean, we both missed Jamar Chase, and then I went four and five in the beginning, but I got the last six correct. Like I kind of crushed at the end there. So that'll I got help. Travis Kelsey five and a half combined Wait, passing touchdowns. You didn't pick the Rams, did you? You picked the Bucks. Oh, but that, there was the more under there. There were more under there. Yeah. Oh yeah, there were six picks after that game. Yeah. Jeez. Well, the ten and a half receptions, and then Cooper Cup is the most receiving yards. Chiefs, yep. Mahomes with more passing yards, which is exactly like the Mahomes thing. He was behind the whole game, so it and it was exactly what we talked about. It was he's got playmakers who can break one for longer, like they can get it in their hands and, exactly and take off. <laughs> and that is exactly what happened. So that was that was good. And then the um, over the passing touchdowns, then Travis Kelsey, of course, in overtime, clutch. Do you uh, do you fill out the little tiebreakers at the bottom, even though it's just you and I? I do, I do. Just so for what, fun. So I, the question was, how many total points have we scored in the divisional round? What did you put? I put two hundred and six. Oh wow, we were pretty close. So I put two fifteen, and we were um, and we were ended up being pretty close. The final was one ninety three. So I'll take that one ninety three. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Nice. So I'll, I'll give you my uh, let's let's make sure we include those this time whenever we go through them. Okay, fair. So should we jump uh, right into let's jump right jump into this week's it's conference right. championship week? We oh got fifteen more gosh. picks here. See oh what happens. These felt a little easier to me. There were a couple that I was really uncertain about, but I feel pretty good about these picks. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. First up, AFC Championship. We got the Bungles going to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Who you got? I know you're taking the Bengals. <laughs> I mean, Bengals are a great Cinderella story. They've been, uh, 
obviously just the entire season and then what they've been doing in the playoffs. But Kansas City, man, I mean, that that battle with the Bills was one for the ages. And you could say maybe this will be a letdown game after that emotional roller coaster, physical roller coaster. But I just don't see that happening. I think this is a team that has shown that they are the team to beat. And I don't see them losing at home to the Bengals. I think it and I don't think it's going to be that close either. I think it envisioned it being over 10 point game. Um but again, Bengals had a great season, and they could challenge them a little bit. It's going to be told early if they can keep up, and then because that's what we've seen the past two games. It's the Bengals, you know, they jumped out to a small lead against the Raiders and just kind of maintained it, maintained it. Just were chipping, made it slightly bigger. The Raiders would come back. The Titans, they were up a little bit. Titans had a little score, so they were down only like a point, and then they were kind of maintaining, maintaining, and just held that lead. I don't see them being able to come from behind if they're in a big deficit. So I just see the Chiefs. If they get off to a fast start, Bengals could be toast. You do recall that Joe Burrow threw for like 450 yards and four touchdowns against him last time they played. I do, but this playoffs are a completely different animal. And they're going to say, try and do that again. (laughs) Yeah, um, I completely agree. And I'm, I'm kind of playing that contrarian role, but I completely agree i think that's not going to happen again now i'm not i'm not saying that burrow is not going to go off and he's gonna he's gonna be playing from behind he's gonna get a bunch of yards and all that kind of stuff that's great um you're not going to completely shut down this team but the chiefs have enough pride they're going to say not again and to your point i do think there's a difference in playoff football there's a difference in yeah the chiefs know how to win in the playoffs it's so much more about your defense even though that was a complete shootout with the bills I'd say it, your defense has got to take pride at some point if you're going to get mm-hmm. to the championship. And they've been there before. They've won it. They've lost it. But they've been there. And they know if they're going to make this thing happen, their defense is going to have to come up with some plays. So, yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs as well. Ten and a half, ten go. points, you think, huh? That's So the over-unders, at, I think, seven, or the uh, spread's about seven. So you would take Kansas City minus seven on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's just me. I could see that. I'm too. not. I'm not the I prop guy. Too. I mean, you're the, you're the sports book guy, but I'm just saying my my gut. We're all sports book guys. Go. If you're gonna all if you're gonna go into the better guys. off app, you could take Kansas City minus seven. I will. Um, all right, okay. now we got our first player prop bet. Love these. So in the AFC Championship, who will score the first touchdown of the game? So you got Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Jamar Chase, or the field, meaning any other player. So uh, interesting that they put any other player because. They don't want what happened in the first lose, round. Lose it's it like, for a lot of, yeah. Who will score the most yeah, touchdowns? Yeah, nobody, nobody gets zero. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So they're like, assuming someone scored, the fifth option should be no touchdowns will be scored. <laughs> That's always this. That's usually like in, in the sports books, they always have one of those and it's like plus 4,000 or something crazy. So, um, you know, I love a good first touchdown bet. So this is right you up my alley. It. This is your thing, man. Um, but, you know, they always come to me in visions. They don't, they, I don't usually. <laughs> Just pick them just for the fun of it. So I don't have a pick on this one. Um, I think those three guys listed are the most likely to score the first touchdown, but I don't know which one it's going to be. I actually went with any other player here to play it safe okay. because I don't want to put my my faith in just one of them. I don't know which team is going to score first. It may depend on who gets the ball first. There's every bit as likely a chance that Kansas City specifically will run it in with one of their three running backs. We'll, we'll give it to Blake Bell the bell dozer or we'll pass to like Byron Pringle, Demarcus Robinson, like any number of people for the chiefs could score. I think they will probably score first for, you know, for whatever that's worth. Sure. I just don't. And I think Tyreek and Kelsey could both get in the end zone this game, but I don't know. First touchdown. I'd rather just take the field. 
Yeah, that's probably the smart bet, but I'm dumb, so I didn't do that. Because literally, as you're talking, about, oh, God, this was really stupid. I chose somebody. Because you're right, there's so many things that could happen. Because, shoot, what was the game a few weeks back where you texted me like, all right, let's go with, uh, uh, it was the Saints and Dolphins game, right? Like, all right, let's go with someone on the Saints to score the first touchdown. Like, yeah, all in, bam. Miami defense scores a touchdown. Or is the inverse. Like, one of the two. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. Like, does defense count? You're like, yes, damn it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, now yeah. I feel stupid because I'm like, I should have just gone with the field. But I didn't. I went with the guy who screwed me last week. So, let's just keep it going. He'll screw me again this Travis week. Travis Trav. Kelsey. Here we go. Yeah. That's probably the best pick of the three, I would say. The um, reason I, he's I think safest, it was him is just... bet to score. Right. He's safest. You figure if you get anywhere within... 15 yards he's going to be that go-to guy obviously Tyreek is the big play guy as he's shown he can get just 60 yards on a it'll cut across the middle but you, I just think they want to get him established early get him going and really set the tone and that's kind of why I went with him so the one thing that worries me about this game we'll get to it a little bit more in the next few picks here this is the game that Jamar Chase just went freaking off yeah yep 11 for 266 and three touchdowns three touchdowns so, yeah right I mean so like in that case, you kind of be like, yeah, Chase, he's done it before. He could absolutely do it. They, they exposed a weakness in the secondary. This is the one where they've got to have some pride and say, say not going to nope. happen again. They'll I don't know you're going to shut him out. But I will say they did a great job against Stephon Diggs. They're different receivers, but they kind of shut him out of the game. So yeah. if, they, if they really want to key on Chase, that could happen. The best was, uh, I don't know where I saw this, but it was just a small little clip. And this was when Chad Ochocinco was still in the Bengals and they were coming to play the Patriots. And so this is Chad Ocho's, you know, his his heyday when he was sick. And you see yeah. him and Belichick talking before the game and, and they were mic'd up. <laughs> and Belichick just says to Chad, like, hey, uh, you might as well just go back to the locker room. We're triple covering you today. So you're, you're not. He's like, what? Come on, <laughs> yeah. man. He's like, yeah, like I'm being 100% serious. You're not going to touch the ball today. So you might as well just go home. He's like. Bill, yeah. come on, don't play him like that. He's like, all right, we'll see you kick off. And you know Bill is probably 100% serious. Like, no, we're, we're going to triple cover you. Well, he was. <laughs> so. It did happen. No, that did happen. Yeah. He told him. He said, we have a cover. Just called double 85 or something, I think he yeah. said. <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, I'm playing all game. And he's like, are you kidding? He's like, no, I'm serious. He's like, damn, come on, Bill. Come on, man. I thought we were friends, <laughs> man. Come on. <laughs> and he's like, so, sorry, it's respect. It's out of respect. <laughs> right. So they're just uh, double Jamar. There it is. Double Jamar. Yeah. That's what they're going to do. We'll see if it works. All right, so who's going to have more passing yards in this game? Your boy Joey B, Joey Stogies, or Patty Mahomes? It's a, another good one. I mean, it's fun. With Patrick Mahomes, you know, he can always light it up. But I think I gave the edge to Joe Burrow just because I do think they're going to be playing from behind, so he's going to have to sling it a little bit more. I mean, you saw Mahomes in the last two minutes of that game. That's where he got most of his yards, and I envision Burrow having to do that uh, for most of the second half. So I, I just see that being kind of the edge um and i'm just hoping that maybe the chiefs get their their scores early and then they'll just run it a lot so mahomes won't have to throw it as much but it, so that's why i'm going with joe yeah broadway joe. i kind of have the same the same rationale here um don't call him broadway joe so because he was on broadway <laughs> all those Bengals fans on broadway I know, still I'm sorry. PTSD. Not bad. anyway um so i went with burrow as well same rationale so i looked at last week's game where i, I thought Allen and mahomes were gonna be in a shootout Mahomes had more guys who could take it and run with it, and that's ended up what what happened. In this game, I think Burrow has just as many threats, so yeah. I don't think there's a huge edge. I think Jamar Chase is as electric with the ball in his hand as Tyreek Hill. Um, he, he's a guy who can take it to the house from anywhere on the field. So I don't think Mahomes has an advantage in that category. So then I'm going to fall back to who's going to need to throw more, and I think you're right. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be Burrow. 
coming from behind. So I'm going to give the edge to Burrow. Wouldn't be surprised either way. It's going to be another right. shootout, but um, I'm going to go Burrow on this one. All right, nice. All right, so sticking with the quarterbacks, will Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes both record two-plus passing touchdowns? Yes. <laughs> yes, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what in the past two games, Mahomes has thrown for, what, nine, ten past two games? Yeah, because he had five in the five in the first round and uh, how yep. many in the second round. So, yeah, he's up yep. there. So, you know, he's getting two. Uh, and again, we're we're both seeing Burrow thrown from behind and he's going to have to make some big plays. So, yeah, I think he's going to get two as well. Yeah. Yeah. This seemed like this is 92 percent of the pick in America or in the world says yes. The world, so, man. We're a global world. community. <laughs> OK, so I kind of talked about these guys earlier, but who's going to have more receiving yards? Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase. There you go. Man, you know, it's kind of going contrary to what we were both talking about, but I'm going with Jamar uh, just because he's their big play guy. So he's going to need to make the big plays. Not to say that Tyreek isn't the big play guy for the Chiefs because he is. But with that being said, you know, you can, if he's being shadowed, if he was even covered well, you can go to Kelsey. You can go, you know, they might have be able to get the running game going. I just think, again, they're going to be up. So the Bengals are being thrown more and they're just going to get. They're going to make every effort they can to get Jamar Chase established. I don't necessarily think they make an effort to make it Tyreek Hill show, but I think they're going to make it sure that it's the Jamar Chase show. At least the Bengals are. So I think they're really going to put an effort on getting him the ball. You saw they were getting creative with the Titans and how they get him the ball. So I think they're really going to make that effort. So going with Jamar. This was um, probably the toughest of all the questions that I had to answer yeah. on this one because I, I could analyze this three different, like I can go so many different directions. So what you just yep. said is, is one of the things for sure. Playing from behind, the offense runs through him. He's their he's their number one guy. That's that has been even more apparent in the playoffs where he's been getting mm-hmm. like we talked about earlier. He used to be like a three catch for ninety two yards and a touchdown kind of guy. Now he's Not like more. nine catches for one hundred and ten and two touchdowns. Yep. Like he's getting the ball a lot more frequently. So I like I like that as far as trends are concerned. That being said, um, the Chiefs are doing the exact same thing with Tyreek Hill. So he was in the season, he was kind of bobbing up and down. He'd have those games where he'd, he'd go off for nine for 150. He'd have a yep. game where he'd get like three for 60 three for 40. And some <laughs> of that, yeah. And some of that happened with, you know, there was all this talk throughout the season about teams know how to put this bracket coverage and there's like two deep safeties and that's keeping everything in front of them. That hurt Tyreek Hill a lot. The last time the Bengals played the Chiefs, they did that. And Hill ended up with like 60 yards receiving or something like that. So it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that Hill would be kind of kept in check, except he's like Travis Kelsey in the playoffs. They are a different animal and he's mm-hmm. unstoppable in the playoffs. So is Jamar. So then I'm, then I'm like, okay, that maybe favors. I am waffling big time, but um, I, while I don't think Jamar is going to have 266 again, I am going to go with Jamar in this one because I think the only chance they've got is to go through him. And mm-hmm. to your point, I, I think there may be a limit on the amount of catches Tyreek gets if they get ahead by too much. There's there's a scenario where the Chiefs score in their first three drives and they're up they're up by fourteen or or eighteen or something, and you're kind of like they're not going to throw a whole lot. Or if you're the Bills playing the Patriots to score on your first seven drives, that's great. That was fun. <laughs> you could do that. You could do that's that. That's a good time. Uh, still, the see the wound is still fresh. That's good. A little bit. A little bit. So I'm taking I'm taking Jamar, but but again I'm reluctant on okay. that. All right, going with Jamar. So we both went with Jamar. All right, so now another uh, receiving yards, but now we're going with an over under of actual yardage. Travis Kelsey over under seventy nine and a half. What you got? 
went back and forth on this one quite a bit. Um, ultimately, I'm going with playoff Travis. I'm saying over. I think that if the Chiefs or if the Bengals want to take away one of their options, they're going to take away Tyreek Hill. No one can take away Travis Kelsey. So if that happens, Kelsey's going to be the beneficiary. If it doesn't happen and it's a shootout, Kelsey's going to get his. He's dangerous after the catch, too. I'm going with Kelsey. Yeah, Over. everything said. Playoff Travis is a different Travis. I mean, he's not going to be held in check, and he's not going to be denied. So uh, I think, as I mentioned before, I think why I picked him to score the first touchdown of the game, I think they're going to make it an effort to an effort to get him the ball early. So I'm going to go with over as well, hoping he'll get 80, and I'll be good. I'll be Only happy. concern I had was, you know, the Bengals really held the Titans' tight ends in check. So <laughs> They are studs. Jeff I mean, Swain, Jeff Swain had zero. <laughs> he did give you a zero for your DFS. So, I mean, I know that well, that wound is still fresh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Anthony, like, I don't think a single, yeah, that, not a single reception by a Titans' tight end. So, just so you know, <laughs> Bengals are currently Best really damn good against the tight end. <laughs> yeah. Yes, watch out. <laughs> watch out. All right, um, here's a great one for you. In this game, <laughs> will Joe Mixon score a touchdown? Yes or no? You know what? Um, you know, I, I hate this guy, but I love to hate him. Actually, I don't think I do love to hate him. I just hate to hate him. I just hate him. But I I want him to score a touchdown because I have him in our NFL Fantasy Challenge, which has turned out to be a good pick for me. But I do not True. think he's going to score one. Um, oh, just burn. Because just because that would just be par for the course since I have him on a team, that means he's not going to score. So I'm going with no. Again, I think they're going to be behind. They're going to need to be going through the air. And I think it's going to be known early. I mean, the Titans kind of bottled him up. So, yeah, I'm going no. Hedging your emotional bets here is what you're doing. I am. I am. If, it's, um, uh, if he scores, it's like, oh, added bonus. I'll lose one, but it's fine. Yeah. I actually also went with no on this one. I kind of regret it. I, I actually, the more I think about it, like the Titans run defense is legit and he it still is. scored a touchdown. It, it was a weird like counterplay. It was, a but he still scored game. on them. Um, there, it probably, he, he probably will fall into the end zone at some point you can here. If they're it back, at all man. close, but where, where's it? Nah, it is not locked in. Not, yet, integrity. Wanna... It's locked in integrity. Okay. I'm going to say no. That is my pick. I think he will not <laughs> score a touchdown. We'll see. I don't. Okay. I've just not been impressed with him in the playoffs so far. Oh, no. Even he had a great season and and all that, but again, I think this game, uh, Chiefs defense is going to come out and play. They get a lot and of pride. Did we did we mention they're playing in vaunted Arrowhead Stadium? It's tough there. They are tough. playing in vaunted Arrowhead. That is true. <laughs> all right, here's a fun one. Which team will record the longest offensive play this round? So not just in the game. We're talking about the round. So we got Bengals, Chiefs, Niners, and Rams. So who's going to get that that big gun play? I mean, this is like, this That's is ridiculous. <laughs> this is so one. hard to guess. So you're basically saying, is it going to be Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill? I don't know if I'd say Debo or Kittle on the Niners or probably Van Jefferson is who they're talking about with the Rams. Um, the world is taking 40% on the Rams, which the say, Cooper know, Cup Cooper is good. Cooper had a 70 yarder last game. Yeah, he can do that. I don't think the Niners are going to give that up, but. Um, I'll tell you what I did. I went back and I looked at the box scores of the games when these teams played each other before and the Niners and Rams played twice. And it only, it kind of confirmed what I already was thinking, but I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. I'm going to go with Jamar chase breaking one on this. He, I think is the most likely to do that. Um, Tyreek is faster than anybody. So he's faster than Jamar chase. He's, he's 
probably the most likely player in the entire league to just completely break one. But I think the Bengals know that. And so they're going to do their best to make sure it doesn't happen. Jamar does it in weird places. He does it in times when you don't see it coming. Like it's not like, it's not like he's wide open streaking on the sideline, which does happen. He does catch some bombs, but right. he'll catch one over the middle. And all of a sudden he just like, like when Tyreek runs, you're like, Oh my God, that guy's legs are moving faster than I've ever seen a person. <laughs> right. You're just like, Holy cow. He's so fast. When Jamar does it, you're just player. like, Oh, they're going to catch him. They're going to, Nope. Nope. You know what? Nope. They're not going to catch him. It sort of reminds me of Derrick Henry. Like when Derrick Henry would get out in the open field and he'd break off a big run, you're like, oh man, he's just kind of just like cruising along. You're like, oh, some safety is going to catch him. And then you see these guys just getting burned and you're like, wow, he must be a lot faster than he looks on TV. You well, know? It's, it's that combined with his size. I mean, those long legs, you make those long strides, especially if you're hit in stride, man, if he doesn't have to slow down to catch the ball, like you're gone. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, boom. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. With that being said, I, damn you, man, I did the exact same thing. I picked the Bengals just because... I, I was hoping you were going to say the 49ers because you're like, oh, it could be Kittle or, you know, it's like, or Debo. I'm like, no, it's not. If you have I'd to say choose one, least likely. 49ers yeah, exactly. least likely. Worst quarterback. So, like, this is not, probably not going to happen. Right. I just, uh, I mean, clearly we've shown the Chiefs do give up big plays. We saw what Jamar Chase did to them earlier. And I mean, even with the Bills game, I mean, Gabe Davis is like an all star. So, yeah. Uh, and I don't. I, I didn't see the 49ers except for that one play to Aaron Jones didn't really give up big plays to the Packers. I know that was kind of a weather game and all that. So I, I don't necessarily see them falling asleep against the Rams like the Bucks did. So that's why I went Jamar. Well, I went Bengals. Yeah. Could be anybody. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next game, the NFC championship here. We got the Niners traveling to LA, take on the Rams. Who's going to win the game? Man, the Rams are looking good. Uh, 49ers kind of, they they grinded out a win. They snuck it out. They kind of stole it, I would say. Um, I mean, props to their defense for keeping them in that game. That was unbelievable. And then special teams stepping up the way they did because their offense just looked god-awful except for Debo. I mean, luckily they were able to get it in his hands to keep them in it. Uh, but the Rams are just kind of like a team of, that you talk about the, the Chiefs coming together, it looks like the Rams are too, man. And that's, and that's a scary thing. This is the team that we saw in the first half of the season. And this is the team that everyone expected to see the entire year. So you keep, I hope you keep, I hope you pick the Niners and keep telling Matty Stafford to choke. Cause he just keeps answering the call for you, man. Uh, so I'm going Rams. I just see they're, they're, they're looking good. And they get to play that, that huge home field advantage. Hopefully they don't sell their tickets to the Niners again. Yeah. I, ugh, I, I know you don't want to, pick you know, it's, I get it. You know what keeps yeah what keeps sticking in my head is you, it's tough to beat a team three times in a year. The Niners won both of the games it against is. the Rams, and you can say that Shanahan's got McVay's number, and maybe he does. I mean, he seems to have Matt Lafleur's number. He seems to have Aaron Rodgers' number. I I hate to pick against the Niners because I've been I've been really high on them most of the year, especially the second half of the year, being like this team is legitimately good. Mm-hmm. This team can beat anybody. It's just that familiarity that concerns me. Yeah, the Rams are playing lights out. I get that. But the Niners know how to stop that. They, their defense is playing lights out. And and I, I hate the idea that I would pick against them again, and especially because I hate the freaking Rams. But <laughs> I agree with you, man. They they look unstoppable right now. And I think they're destined for a trip to their home stadium, by the way. Oh, that's right. the, yep. the Super Bowl is in LA this year. So, so they, they're gonna pull they're gonna pull a Buccaneers. They're gonna get a home Super Bowl. Against the Chiefs, we'll see what happens. That's my bet is that the Rams win this game. I'll be pulling for the Niners, though, just so you know. I'm just pulling for the Niners. 
Oh, I know. You have that. I get it. Your deep-rooted hatred for the Rams, which is, I get it, completely understandable. It's angst. Uh-huh. It's angst. Uh, all right. So you're going Rams too. So this one was kind of an interesting one. It seems like the obvious answer, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know. Uh, so it was in the NFC Championship, what will occur first in the game? So it's not like not what who will score first or anything like that. What event is going to happen first? So the choices are a Jimmy Garoppolo pass touchdown, a Jimmy Garoppolo interception, a Matt Stafford pass touchdown, or a Matt Stafford interception. What's, what's what if zero happens? What if there are no passing touchdowns or interceptions? Just like again, yeah, first round. could be neither. So I, I looked into my crystal ball on this one. Was really hoping for a clear <laughs> vision. It was a little cloudy. I got a chuckle out of the fact that ten percent of people chose a Garoppolo touchdown and eleven percent chose a Garoppolo pick. <laughs> Those are basically <laughs> the same same percentage. Whereas seventy three percent chose a Stafford touchdown and six percent chose a Stafford pick. I do think Stafford's going to throw a pick in this game. I don't know if it'll be before he throws a touchdown. Garoppolo, I'm not putting money on him to do literally anything. I don't I don't want to I don't want any part of him whatsoever. So I'm gonna go with the obvious choice and say a Stafford passing touchdown. Just to just to play it safe. It's not a prediction. It's just to play it safe, honestly. Yeah, I I really wanted to pick Jimmy G interception. I really did. But then I was just looking back at the package game, and again, I know it was the weather and that, that made an impact on how the game was being played. But he had five passing attempts up until like the two minutes mark of the second quarter. I was like, geez, I mean, they're just really trying to manage it, manage him and just see if they can do it. Otherwise, I'm like, he might not be throwing the ball as much. Um, So that I really wanted to pick interception. But I did end up playing it safe, too, and figured that Matty Staff would probably be throwing a touchdown early. And again, they've been jumping out early on these teams. Staff has been looking good in the playoffs, so I just see that that trend continuing out of these four options. Yeah. I think again, anything can happen here. Um, I think it's probably just most likely, right? That's kind of what you're going for. Exactly. When you don't have a really clear feeling. Okay. So who's going to have more rushing yards in this game? We got Elijah Mitchell or the Niners. We got Cam Akers of the Rams. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> if Cam Akers hadn't fumbled twice, it'd be like a hundred percent. I'm going Cam here. But, uh, you know, and Elijah Mitchell, the, the one scary thing is Debo. You never know how many rushing attempts he's going to get. Um, Elijah has been look, has looked solid all year and he's been doing all right in the playoffs. But again, Debo's just that X factor and how much he's going to steal from him. So I actually went with the clear cut number one option in the backfield, which was Cam Akers, just because he's clearly shown as the workhorse. Sonny Michelle got one carry for four yards. Henderson's obviously gone. So uh, I went with Cam on this one. Just just don't drop the yeah. ball, please. Just please don't drop the ball. I know. I know I was I was reading um, headlines about this just to kind of make sure that we weren't going to see a Sony Michelle game here. You know, like is Sean right. McVay going to be like, oh, you know, we got to reevaluate our running backs or who's very supportive of Cam and, and very adamant that, no, this is our guy. This is our guy. So I, I agree. I think he's going to continue to get the heavy workload. I don't think the fumbles are going to hold him back. And in fact, could propel him, you know, mentally, he's going to be pretty motivated to have a big game to get those get beyond those. Um, but I went with Elijah Mitchell. I think I think they are a better running offense than the Rams and they yeah. run more often than the Rams. And so I think he's going to have even if they're down, I think he'll end up between 15 and 20 carries. He's good for 70 to 90 yards pretty much every game. I mean, just he's he really is. he's a really effective runner and some of that scheme and some of that's their line and some of it's the other threats that they have. But for whatever reason, I think the offense just it, it's a better run offense. And uh, I think I think he will get a good chunk of yardage. We'll see. I don't think Cam's right. a bad pick. I just, I'm going Elijah. 
I'm insulted. You're basically saying I suck. Uh, all right, moving on, Mr. You Prop know. Master with reception totals. We got George Kittle versus Odell Beckham. Who will record more receptions? Yeah, this is this is a tough one too. Like, um, there are other players I would rather bet against each other. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, just to kind of like I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather have seen Ayuk in here or Debo and kind of make that make that play. I think Beckham could have more than Ayuk or Debo, honestly. But for whatever Debo reason, I feel like later. Kittle. I feel like Kittle's going to get more than Beckham. I feel like um, they're going to have to. He's he's kind of their X factor, and I think I think they're going to run the offense through him in the passing game. In this one, it, it's a, I don't know, gut feel. I'm going to go with Kittle on this one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is this is a big toss-up for me as well. Um, I like George Kittle, but what's just been so weird is he will disappear in games. And I know a lot has to do with how the offense is running and, and Garoppolo and how he's doing. But, you know, he'll have two, three reception games. He had a lot of those this year. Uh, and I know Kelsey didn't – I guess in his standards, Travis Kelsey was probably had a step back for the whole season. But you look at him, he maybe only had two or three games where he maybe had three receptions or, or fewer. But I just feel like with Kittle, he's very streaky in that sense. Um, not to say that Odell Beckham is the height of consistency, but he's obviously found his groove with the Rams here. And, you know, he got six last week, which was great. Um, so I just see maybe the Niners putting an emphasis on containing Cooper Cup, which could open things up for Odell Beckham. So I, I actually went with Odell here. Man, I'm yeah, I'm even second guessing myself honestly because Kittle has not been doing much <laughs> the last several games, right? But he's, he's he also has a game with 13 catches. So I'm like, he does. I, I feel like they know like when they're in a tight game, they've got to have it. He's he's definitely an emphasis. I don't know. It's not. I, I think you're. I think you're making a smarter pick because I do think Odell is more consistent. Weirdly enough, he is going to get four to six receptions mm-hmm. every game. Right. And that's what he's I mean, done pretty much every game. And Kittle, as you just said, he's got 13. He has the ability. He has to yeah. get 10 to 11, 12. But it's just, it's Jimmy G. It's the offense. It's just how the game's been going. And, man, I just keep going back to that Green Bay game. He dropped that wide open one across the middle. And I was like, nope, he drops every ball now. So he does not get any receptions. He drops every ball now. <laughs> so Kittle has five catches against the Rams each game that he's played them this year. So okay. um, I think you're not – just trending wise, you're not you're not wrong to take Beckham there. Um, I, I think it's just a gut feel that if they're going to have any chance, they're going to have to just. I've said this earlier in the postseason, and they didn't really do it, but I was like, they're going to have to throw everything they can out there. That includes having a big game from a, a real difference maker in George Kittle. Yeah, we'll see. Yep, we will see. Okay. Uh, is this me or you? I'm gonna, you know, I'm just throwing it over to you. What will the longest reception of Cooper Cup be? Will it be over or under thirty and a half yards? Again, I went back to the game logs here just to kind of see what happened in these two matchups. Everything you said about trying to contain him is true. They're going to try and bracket or double safety or whatever they whatever they can do to keep him in front of them. But in one of the games, it was like a 70-yarder or something, and the other game, it was yeah. 29 yards. You know, And so I'm like, even when you knew you needed to contain him, he still got 29 yards. I'm going to take the over and say he can get another two yards on that, that play and say it's more likely he's going to get over 30 and a half on one of his receptions. He finds yeah, a way to I, just get completely open. That's the thing. Uh, I too went with the over for that, those exact reasons. And again, I think the the Rams are going to try and jump out early. And one of the reasons, one of the ways they're going to do it is testing on Cup and see what he can do. And I just see him making a big play. I think thirty is pretty easy for him. So I think uh, I just yeah. felt like it was probably pretty safe to go over here. It happens pretty frequently for him. That's for sure. 
Yeah. Okay. This is an interesting one. Uh, this is my boy Debo. We're gonna, you said we get back to him. Here we are. Will Debo record 50 plus receiving yards and 25 plus rushing yards? This is that hybrid bet again. Yep. What do you think? The key for me is the 50 plus receiving yards because I do not think he's going to get that. I see him getting the 25 plus and I know I'm probably putting too much of an emphasis on this last game they had with the Packers where, you know, the passing game just looks atrocious. But when they when he does split time, obviously his receiving yards falter, which, you know, is not necessarily a bad thing because he is a huge cog in their offense and, and can really get him going in the running game. So I think. If he's going to get more than 25 plus yards, that it means he will not get more than 50. So it's like it's like one or the other. You can't have both. He can't have the cake and eat it too. So if he's going to get the 25 plus, he ain't getting the receptions. But if he's getting the 50 plus receiving, he's not going to be running as much. It's kind of get to get you got to be established in one. Um, so I'm going to go no, go no here. So that that's an interesting take, and I don't totally disagree with it. I will say in the regular season, the last four games, he was over 50 in all four of those receiving. And he was over 25 in three of those four rushing as well. So he can do it. He's done it in three of the last four regular season games. In the playoffs, he's over 25 in both of the playoff games in rushing, but under 50 in both in receiving. So mm-hmm. you're right. It, it, it can be tough. you got to kind of thread the needle a little bit there. But I said this, I think, in the last bet or maybe both weeks with San Francisco, if they're going to win, he's their guy. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes on this one because uh, I know he can yeah. do it. It's not that many yards. He can rush. That could be two rushes for him. It could be one, could. honestly. He yeah. didn't need a whole lot of work to get that. And then receiving, same deal. Like he can do that in two or three catches, no problem. So I'm going to say over. I'm going to say yes on uh, being able to get 50 plus receiving and 25 plus rushing. And we'll just see what happens there. We'll just see it. We'll just go with it. Okay. Well, last one. All right. Who, last one. Here who we go. will record more sacks? This 49ers defense or the Rams defense? Who you got? So the world is hating on the 49ers defense big time. Hating. They're taking uh, they're taking the Rams 81%. And again, I went back and looked at the game logs here. The Niners had more sacks in both of the games than the Rams did. That doesn't mean it's going to happen again. And again, you could have a completely different game script here. Um, but for multiple reasons, including I don't think the Niners are going to be throwing as much. They're going to try and run the ball more, especially early. Uh, the Rams are more of a passing offense. And also, for whatever reason, as good as that Rams defense is, they don't get a ton of sacks. That's just not really their thing. You they just think stop of Aaron the run. Donald. You think of Aaron, Aaron Donald. Like, oh my gosh, beast! Yeah, he is a he and he is a beast. But um, otherwise, they just kind of like contain you. Now they have a good defense, but it's not the most menacing. Pass. They're not going to get nine sacks like that Titans defense. You know? <laughs> yeah, no so kidding. I'm going with the 49ers in this one. 19 percent of the world. I'm going with the 49ers. Well, I'm part of that 19% too. I, I chose the 49ers as well. I loved what I saw when they played the Packers. And uh, I mean, Nick Bosa looked, he is a, he is a man child. Um, I think I saw some weird article that he is the leanest guy on the team because he eats so much fish, something like that. I don't know. Weird fact. Oh my. But uh, I, he, that man, he, he chased Aaron Rodgers down, dove at his feet to get the sack. Granted, it was only like a couple yard loss, but that just shows the athleticism. So, like, he and Aaron Donald are pretty, in my mind, pretty comparable. I mean, Aaron Donald's probably a shade better, but Bosa's been showing flashes of brilliance. But I think you hit it on the head that uh, I just see the 49ers defense being more intimidating on the pass rush side. LA defense is probably better as a general unit, but I like what I see out of the pass rushes from the 49ers. Even if you got to keep people in front of you, like, the Niners are going to have to play 
some nickel and dime and like, you know, to play more safeties, they're probably going to be doing more four man rushes and they'll sneak a blitz in here and there. But you got to be careful blitzing against Stafford's a really good quarterback against the blitz. And also, you know, Cooper cup, if you get him underneath, he can, he can break one. They're going to have to be a little careful with that. But I do think if you're, if you're only rushing four on both these teams, the Niners have had a propensity to get through the line more than the Rams have. So do you concur? I concur. I concur. I concur. I concur. Uh, all right. So that is, that is the last of the 15 picks. Let's go ahead and share tiebreaker. <laughs> How many combined rushing yards will it be in the conference championships? Combined rushing yards, both games totals. 525. Do it. 460. Done. All right. Yeah. There you have it. Perfect bets. <laughs> We're not too far off from each other. I think that's all right. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. Nice. Um, all right. That'll do it for the picks this week. I like them. I wish they'd do this. I got to keep doing it in the regular season, too, with these little props. As I said, we'll make our own. It'll be beautiful. We will. I love it. I actually really like this. And um, this this kind of is a hybrid between the regular picks and pick them and what I'm doing with sportsbook picks anyway. So I think it's great. Perfect. All right, dude. I've got some trivia for you. Do you have a little trivia intro music for me here? Boom, ba-dum, boom. Trivia. Boom, ba-dum, boom. Trivia. No, I don't see any reaction. I don't think you liked it. It's already got like a hanging with Mr. Cooper vibe there, which is great. Um, Cooper. Yeah. Don't you remember? You remember the Coop, right? Absolutely. I love that show. I mean, okay, once so we've got Water Boy. No, well, hold on. We're going back to Mr. Hang with Mr. Cooper real quick because it was in the TJF lineup. Okay. Granted, it was in the last slot, so it's kind of like just like the leftover. But let's be honest. We all watched it because when you're kids, like, you just want to watch as much TV as possible. It's like, no, it's still TJF, Mom. Can I keep watching? It's like, okay. So I got to hang with Mr. Cooper. It's Mr. Cooper. Come on. It was like, yeah, it was like the 830 slot. So you're like, ooh, we're really pushing against bedtime here. Like, I don't know if this is going to work. Oh, like 7, so 730. Those are prime time. 8, 830. Central time zone. I was like, 830? It's like, no, man. 830 was like prime because you start off with full house and you go into step by step. You got family matters in there. And then it was Coop. So it was 930 for me. So I was staying up super late because it was. Wow. Coop. Wow. Yes. That's dedication. Big time. Yep. P- parents be wild at your house. <laughs> Every man for himself. <laughs> okay, so we've got uh Waterboy trivia for you. Waterboy! The Waterboy! My mama said, my mama said. Alright, Bobby Boucher. Let's do this. So I had to look some of this stuff up again. I, I've seen this movie several times, but it's been a hot minute, and it's a great stupid Adam Sandler movie. It's just fantastic, yep. but aren't they all? So I think this will be pretty easy for you, but again, I don't think you've seen this in a while either. No, <laughs> so it's knows? been a long time. Okay, so we'll start out with, as always, a softball for you. What is Bobby's girlfriend's name? Well, once again, as we've talked you know, about, it's alliterative. Sam, it's alliterative, and it's a V name. It's not Veronica Vaughn. It's not uh, Virginia Val or Virginia something, but um, Vinay or whatever. Yeah, right. Okay, so it's a V name. I think I feel like for whatever reason, the jump ahead, Vicky. I'm, I'm not sure on the last name. It's like Vicky. Valentine, Vicky, uh, Vicky something. I'm going to go Vicky Valentine. That's probably not right, but I think Vicky's right. That is super close. It is Vicky Valencourt. Valencourt. Oh, come on. Okay. Vicky Valencourt. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. And I see in Vicky's boobies and I like them too. <laughs> I like them too. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Okay. Some good one-liners in there. Okay. I'll take that answer. Okay. I'll give you three quarters of a point on that one. 
Sweet. Um, all right. So, what did Coach Klein tell Bobby they were replacing the water with? Uh, he was replacing it with Gatorade. Gatorade H two O. Gatorade H two O. Yes. And yeah. so, but that's uh, that was also his, you know, his motivating force to get Bobby to get in that rage zone. So he just pictured everyone saying, "Water sucks." That's right. Sorrento water sucks. Sorrento got me in the rage zone. Got me <laughs> yes, in the rage zone all the time. <laughs> okay, speaking of the water, where did Bobby's magical water come from? He always had some magical water he would drink whenever he needed a boost. That's right. Didn't he have it? It was like always glowing or something. It looked like it was on like yeah. a light bulb. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Where was it from? Oh, ah, wait. Was it from a glacier? It was from a glacier. It was the coldest, freshest water from a glacier. (laughs) From a glacier. Totally makes sense. It's always cold. There you go. Two and and three quarters out of three. Well done. (laughs) I'll take it. Okay. So this is one of those that like I've I've said this word a lot of times, this phrase a lot of times and forgotten where it came from. You know what I mean? There's yeah. movies sometimes will have that. Like you'll, you'll just becomes part of the lexicon. So what is Bobby's favorite wrestler? Oh God. Oh, okay. I have called my kids this name several times. I'll you just called the kid. I've called okay, my kids. I know, okay. Here's the weird thing. I know who played the wrestler and I don't really know wrestling. I just know him. Cause one of my best friends growing up, shout out to Larry. He loved wrestling. Like just, <laughs> Like he, he legit thought it was real and all that. He can uh, continues to this day. Anyway, so I know he's played by the Big Show because he's a, just a massive mountain of a man. Oh man, it's not like it's not like Captain Dynamo or something. I go with Captain Dynamo. Close call, Captain Insano. Oh, Insano. Okay, Captain Insano. I've called Captain my Insano. children Captain Insano many a time. And, and you didn't know where it was that's from. That's from. Okay. No, that's forgot bad. that it was from Waterboy. <laughs> just once again, this is burned into your brain. So we'll go half point there. We're looking at three and a quarter out of four at this point. All right. All right. Good with it. Okay. Captain. Captain was good. Okay. So there were a bunch of cameos in this movie, uh, several professional football players and Hall of Famers in the NFL. Yeah. Name as many of them as you can. <laughs> okay. Well, I do remember that one, there are two of them as the announcing crew. And yeah. Vicky Valancourt, and I remember Valancourt now, uh, doesn't she threaten one of them because she's like, well, what's the, what do you think the score is going to be? And she goes, 30-27 or something. And he goes, oh, you you really think it's going to be that? It's like, no, I know it is. And doesn't she like threaten him with a knife or something? Do you remember that? That sounds that? right. That sounds yeah, right. That sounds right. So anyway, it's uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the announcers, I wanted to say it was like John Madden at first, but I know it's not. But um, I feel like it's Dan Fouts and Lynn Swan, I feel like, are the announcers. Um, but any other NFL cameos, I feel like Brett Favre was in it because that was like something about Mary time. <laughs> so I'll throw Brett Favre in there. And shoot, ninety-eight. Who would have been in the top? Now I'll just stick with those three. Okay, so Lynn Swan did make a cameo, and Dan Faust was one of the announcers. I think he was with Brent Musburger, but uh, okay. Lynn Swan may have been an announcer with him. I'm not sure. Um, Lawrence Taylor in the movie. Lawrence Taylor, that, that makes sense. That, that makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. And then Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cower are both in the movie as well. 
Oh yeah, coaches they're scouting him out. Okay, so no, no Brett Favre. Yeah. He wasn't in there. No Brett Favre that I can tell. Uh, okay. Not from what I saw. But Dan Fouts, Brent Musburger, Chris Fowler, and Dan Patrick, I think we're all in there at some point too. It's different, various Right, because Dan Patrick probably on ESPN doing highlights. That makes sense. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. So there I you go. Well done. We'll call that arbitrarily uh, four and a half out of five. <laughs> bonus Give points. Me. I throw in a bonus quarter point somewhere. I love, I love the quarter points. I'll take them all. Give me all the quarter Boom. points. <laughs> four and a half out of five. Well done, sir. Well done. I thought you were going to give me some like who were some of the teams they beat or like who was his Dude, team. I mean, listen, I put myself in your shoes and I was thinking I'm going to remember bare bones amount of oh, yes. information from this movie. And again, some of it stuck and didn't even realize it stuck. But like, I'm not, I'm not, I was not going to do that to you. If this were a I newer movie or something that, that you knew, like if this were in Canto, you could bring on pretty much anything. <laughs> you give me any small boy, detail. 15, 20 years. It's been, it's been a hot minute on that one. 20 years, your, your classic go-to of time for the last you've seen I stopped movie. watching movies 20 years ago. What can I say? <laughs> like around college, it was like, that's the it's end of true. getting to watch movies. You're not yeah. wrong. Okay. I'm nice, man. Wrong. Hey, I appreciate the questions. Those were good. Those were a nice little trip down memory lane. I'm, I like that I got like half of them. Not like half you of You got the like questions. half of every like one Half of, them, of yeah. each question. <laughs> not fully. You got enough. Just give me half. Yeah. You got enough on all of them to get most partial credit to get enough <laughs> i got enough to get enough yeah. uh sweet That's about that. all right so should we uh move on to some daily fantasy lineups for this week it's getting uh it's getting harder to pick because there are not as many players to go from i know we got four teams now this is actually a pretty fun time to do dfs if you ask me because you can get some pretty high scoring lineups they're only four teams they adjust the salaries so you can kind of squeeze in a lot of players i was telling ethan before the show like I feel like my lineup is pretty stacked here and <laughs> had enough money to make it happen. So we'll see what happens. I mean, that may not may not pan out, but I like I like the lineup a lot. And, I feel like um, I'm somehow still not stacked. I somehow still managed to get like some shitty guys in there. <laughs> Good on me. You're probably yeah, you're probably more stacked than you thought. But anyway, let's go ahead. You start with your quarterback and then we'll alternate okay. like we have been doing. Starting off with Joey Stogies himself going to Kansas City, sixty six hundred dollars. Joe Burrow. Yep. I also went with Joe Burrow, 6,600. I thought he was the right Man. play based on uh, this being more of a shootout. I, I thought yeah. about Stafford, but I, again, that that 49ers defense has been really good lately, and um, that may not be the shootout. This one's more think. likely, in my opinion, to be it. Yeah. Okay. And Mahomes was too expensive. He was 7,400. Yeah. It's way too much. $800. I need that. All right. Putting my money where my mouth is. Going with one Cam Akers at running back for five thousand dollars. You know, picked him to have okay. more rushing yards than Elijah. I was, I was honestly thinking, so I get him or Elijah Mitchell. Well, let's stick with my bet over there on the prop bet. So going with Cam. That's right. That's right. Uh, not a bad play. Elijah Mitchell was nine hundred more dollars. I couldn't actually afford him, so I also went with Cam Akers. <laughs> Jeez, five thousand dollars. We're gonna. Come it's on. four teams, right? It's four teams. And there's only so many playmakers, right? We're gonna end up with a very similar lineup, I think. I was hoping you picked Sony Michelle. That would have been money. Um, okay, I know you definitely didn't pick this guy because you hate him. You've been hating on him all year, and I was an apologist for him in the beginning of the season. No, oh, he has the head on his forehead. Don't tell me what the ceh. You did not go with Clyde Edwards. Oh my gosh, for fifty three hundred, you. Oh my god. 5,300. He was cheap. And again, I don't, 
Like, I don't know who's going to really emerge from that Kansas City backfield. It's been the Jarek McKinnon show so far. I thought so you were going to pick I'm McKinnon, inclined. that's why. I thought you were going to pick I was McKinnon. inclined to take him over Edwards Hilaire, but I didn't really have to. And I think, I don't know, I guess if CEH is getting healthier, they'd prefer him to be the guy. I don't oh, know, my that's, God. That's I, the only rational I can make. I, I hope our lineups are literally exact. I hope. They, this is just, they really they might be identical. They could be. All right, going wide receiver banger number one. Jamar Chase. I'm sure he's on your squad too. Give me a head nod for Jamar Chase. There's a head nod for Jamar Chase. He's on there. For Jamar Chase. So there's 6,700. Banger number two. Speedy McSpeederson himself. Tyreek Hill coming in at 7,000. Is there a head nod Banger there number too? Tyreek Hill, 7,000. <laughs> uh, all right. And banger number three. The rookie sensation himself, Rashad Bateman. Oh, wait, sorry. Boom. Uh, <laughs> banger number three, Cooper Cup. You know I had to do it, and I'm sure you did it too. Is there a head nod? You know I had to do it too. 8,800, <laughs> Cooper Cup right. is in there as well. Five First for five, five, six for six right six now. Six for six. Now here's where it gets interesting. Uh, but maybe okay. not because we're kind of out of money. So There's only so much money, right? <laughs> so, so, all right. I can't wait. I hope this is a head nod. Tight <laughs> it's end. It's going to be the same. I've ridden with him. CJ Uzoma. Yeah! CJ Uzoma! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> All right. We're down to 3,400. He's 3,400. We have all the same seven players. Do we have the final two the same? I was going to say, do you want to do flex or defense first? What do you want to do first? Let's do defense first. Okay, defense. All right. Going with... The Niners. The Niners! I went with the Niners, too! <laughs> 2,800. Yes. 49ers of the Rams. We are 8 for 8. 8 for 8. One more position. It's the flex. Is- and I had trouble with the flex. I got to tell you, I went back and forth on this one. So whoever you choose, I can tell you I probably thought about him. All right. And here's my question. And this will, this will be the deciding factor. Or maybe don't answer. Because my question would be, do you have any money left? But don't answer that. Don't answer that. All right. My flex. One. The chip man himself, Byron Pringle. Yes! We have the exact same lineup. Oh, Oh, damn. This is unbelievable. This I mean, it's believable. Place. Again, there's only four. There's only four teams, but, but yes, same I have Byron about- Pringle, who I have ridden with a couple of times, yeah. and rode him so, last week. He did me well last when week. I, when I picked him, I was like, you know, he might go with Pringle just to kind of save him some money on some places. So I was like, he might pick him. But I was like, he's been doing well. He's been doing hot. So I he has been him, hot. But oh, Byron Pringle gosh. is like Zay Jones and Cedric Wilson. He is that four thousand something player who's going to pay off. He's just going to pay off every time. How about that? I How mean, about that? That is exact same lineup. Huh. So I, I wonder, like, if we should, if we should mandate switching up, or if we just say screw it, I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> just roll with it, or like we do. Flip it's not heads fun and tails. for anybody. I'll tell Hold you what, on. we we need to switch something. So I'll I will I drop say, Ceh just... and take. I will take McKinnon, or uh, yeah, I will take McKinnon. I, I don't. I prefer Ceh, but I will take McKinnon. Well, and then I'll have about, to change Pringle, I guess. Well, why don't we just both drop CEH? No. Why would we do that? That wouldn't work. I don't know. Just so he'd be out of the equation. Or I can change my defense. Do you want me to go with the Bengals defense? 
Okay, I'm gonna so I will drop CEH and I'll take Jarek McKinnon. I drop Pringle and I'll take Tyler Boyd, who I you know I hate. You do hate and, Tyler Boyd. Um, then I will I will grab um, Tyler Higby instead of Uzoma. Okay, so then you want me to just stick? Yeah, just, you can just stick. I don't actually love any of those changes, but that's fine. Let's do that. Okay, <laughs> it's more entertaining for the that. people. <laughs> for the people, for the masses, it's like uh, it's for the people. It's all about the people. But just go back to Ted Lasso. Samezies, Samezies, <laughs> beard and lasso. Yeah, that was that's wild. I mean, again, I think it sort of played out that way. It just kind of made the most sense because I got to receivers and I was like, I need to try and get all three of these guys in here. And I did it. And I was That's like, ex- wait, I actually kind of have the money. He's like, okay. Cause like I, I started with, with Zoma and yeah, and like, I, I like those guys. I started with Burrow. And at first I actually had, I was thinking about putting Joe Mixon. It was like, no, I'm going to punt on running backs. And I really want to get these three studs. And especially when I went with Burrow, who was cheap relatively for the quarterbacks. I was like, okay. And that's why I saved my money. I can do that. I like Uzoma anyway. So yeah, I started with Burrow, and that's kind of where I went from there. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. Wow. Okay. I would have yeah. uh, honestly. I really wanted to find a way to get T Higgins in my lineup, and um, mm-hmm. because if there's any chance that so like like we saw with the Bills, they took away Stephon Diggs. They were just yes. determined to take him away, and they've already been completely eviscerated by Jamar Chase. If they are going so to try take and away. take him away, then T. Higgins is the guy. And so I do oh, like man. T. Higgins a lot this week. Tyler Boyd. But Tyler Boyd. Well, I can't afford Higgins. He's 5,700 and Boyd's 4,200, you know? <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I will maybe I'll tinker with this a little bit to see if there's a way I can get him. But I'm, I'm not changing any of my other guys. So okay. it would be it would be at the cost of Jarek McKinnon, Tyler Higby, or Tyler Boyd. To some, If I can get Higgins in there and have a semi-digestible team, then I might do that. Okay. But um, I'll let you know. Sounds good, homie. All right, man. Why don't you give us some of your sportsbook picks? So here's what I got for the player props this week. And again, I want to see what T. Higgins comes out with as far as receiving yards and all that. I didn't see it yesterday. Um, It might be up today. But I probably would take the over on whatever he comes out with. And I'm guessing it will be somewhere in the 56 to 60 range. Um, it's probably around where he's going to end up, but I've got Joe Burrow over 288 and a half passing yards. It's a minus 115. This line is moving. I took it yesterday at 284 and a half, and as I was putting the other bets into my slip, by the time I got done, like five minutes later, it had already jumped to 288. So this one's moving. It could be higher right now when you're listening to this, but I think he's going to throw for over 300 in this game. I've also got Burrow over one and a half passing touchdowns. So I think we'll have two or more. We we made that bet in our picks and playoff pick them. Yep. Um, I've got Jamar Chase as an anytime touchdown. That's a plus 100. So double your money there. Uh, I I think he's going to have to find a way to get in the end zone for them to keep up in this game. And he's as sure of a bet to do it as anybody. Uh, Debo, we talked about his rushing and it was 24 and a half. I've actually got him on the over and the line in Vegas is 40 and a half. Wow, and I still think he can go over, and he has he has been over in several of the past uh, seven or so games. So I know he's at thirty nine last week. He's at seventy two against Dallas, forty five against the Rams the last time they played, and thirty six the first time they played. So it's right in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been over, you know, he's been right in that range the last three games. So maybe that's not a great pick. We'll see, but I like it <laughs> minus one fifteen. Cooper Cup, here's the receptions for you. So they've got him at eight and a half as the over under for Cooper. I'm going to take the over. 
even if you try and keep him in front of you, that doesn't mean he's not going to catch the ball. It just means he may right. not get a whole lot of yards after catch. Uh, so I got him over eight and a half receptions. That's plus 115. And then Stafford over 0.5 interceptions. I think he'll throw a pick minus 115. He's thrown three or four against the Niners this year. So I think they've got a shot to get a pick. And, and if it's just like you, all you have to do is throw one to get payoff, I'll take the odds. Okay. Interesting here. You have uh, no chief uh, plot player prop bets which is interesting but i just obviously you choose the best ones you think you make the best money so just a little interesting yeah. tidbit here yeah i think i had a few and then i think i had a kelsey one and kind of shied away from it i mean that game again there's so many different players that touch the ball for that team yeah. you don't know who's going to go off in any given game i again i would look at byron pringle on that one and then i would look at um receptions for kelsey is usually one that i like to look at but if they set it too high i, I don't and i don't like taking the unders I almost never like taking the unders because again, <laughs> well, you take an fun. under, you're you're watching until the very last play of the game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like on the edge of your seat until the very, very end, and you get garbage time or any weird scenario overtime. I don't like taking unders if I can help it. So yeah, that's typically how I end up how I end up this way. Sweet. All right, we'll check take a look at those picks. Big championship weekend. It's crazy. All games are on Sunday. Then we'll have a week break until the Super Bowl. So it's gonna be fun, man. It's uh. These are some good matchups. I'm looking forward to these games. I'm sure you and I will be texting a lot throughout these games. Uh, so be looking forward to hearing from you on Sunday. And so until that time, keep on folding that cheese. Fold it. <laughs>